Hey, beautiful people. Hey, beautiful people. Hey, it's your girl, Donna Cichet Tara, back at it again with another back at it again. If you are a returning subscriber, follower, listener to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Thank you so much for coming here week after week. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for tapping in. Thank you so much for your energy. Thank you so much just for making my dreams a possibility. Thank you so much. And I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. If you are new here, welcome. Welcome to the Aligned Effect podcast. Tonight is our segment called Healing After Dark. But here at the Aligned Effect podcast, we discuss healing childhood traumas, discovering spiritual balance, and practicing self-care. I cannot wait for you to tap into this energy, this vibe, this journey, this pursuit of progress, never perfection, because none of us are perfect. None of us can be perfect, but we can become better versions of who we once were in order to create and establish healthier lives for ourselves moving forward and existing in the power of abundance, the power of our gifts and the power of our purpose that we can discover in the pain that life often throws at each and every one of us. So tonight, y'all, we're going to tap into to some word, okay? And when I say the word, I do mean the Bible for anybody who is new here and does not know what Friday nights are. The Friday night segments are are our are, 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 are version of Bible study. You know, a little ratchet, a little real, a little raw, a little candid. Number one, because I believe in the power of, I believe in the power of God and whatever your higher power is, I want you to connect with that as you're listening to the Bible to me is not necessarily the religious context that we are also used to that a lot of us have discovered and experienced church hurt from. But I believe that there are a lot of life lessons, a lot of energy and inspiration that we can draw from. So I like to tap in and make it a little bit more palatable for for us today and not be so you know, political or, or, or religious or self-righteous about how I talk about God and my relationship and my journey. So we want to dive right into it tonight. We're coming from Matthew 5, Matthew 5 verses 3 through 12. All right, we're going to get into it. One of the reasons why I want to talk about the Beatitudes, that's what this, this segment is called. It's because a lot of us, as we're journeying in ascension, as we're aligning with our better, as we're, we're, we're healing, as we're growing, as we're pushing forward for our elevation, we're going to experience a lot of hate. A lot of jealousy, a lot of envy, a lot of things that are going to come up in, in, in discovery of ourselves within the world around us, with the people that we're connected to, with the people that we expose our gifts, our talents, our business to. And sometimes it gets you a little discouraged. Sometimes it makes you double think what you're doing. Sometimes it makes you double think yourself. And in these moments, I just want to give a little bit of reminder of why, why it's so powerful to have the ability to see this energy. Number one, because a lot of people get played and don't even know that they're getting played. You feel me? So to be able to see it, and and not feel the need to match energies, not feel the need to step down from where you've worked to, where God has placed you at, and 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 go into war with 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 the flesh, so to speak, um, as you're just being open to the truths around you that you need to know in order to elevate. And I found it, you know, insightful this this scripture when God gave it to me this week because sometimes I be wanting to clap back. I don't know if you could tell by my attitude a little bit that sis used to have a little mouth on her back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't play with it. So there are so many times where I really want to open my mouth and say something and match energies or prove to people the opposite of whatever it is that they're thinking or or whatever kind of seeds they're trying to sow into my garden, just kind of uproot them as soon as they get there until I really understood the power and and the perspective, number one, but the perspective of what other people sow in your garden, they reap not you. It's what you sow 
whether in your garden or back in somebody else's garden is what you're going to reap back in kind. So God had to remind me that this week, there's no reason. There's no reason to prove to the world. There's no reason to trust and, and, and put your confidence so much in people that they're now trying to, that they're now defining the steps that you're taking forward. If you take steps forward, that they're now defining your worth of self. They're now defining your worth of the seeds that you're sowing. They're now defining your vision, the vision that God gave, the vision that you're sowing, the tears that you're crying, the prayers that you're praying for your healing, your growth, and your better. Nobody is going through that but you. And and it's so easy to want to expose all of that in order to prove to other people, hey, this is what God is doing in my life. This is how God is moving. This is what God has delivered me from. And and and, and it is okay to give testimony. It's okay to, to, to show and expose your growth, but not in a way in which you're seeking validation from people because we're already validated. God already put, gave us the blue check. The check's already in the mail. The, the bins is already in the parking lot. Everything that we want and need, we already have. It's just us aligning with our understanding of how to maneuver in that energy more, how to maneuver in that thought process more. And this is a great reminder of really who God blesses, because it's not the sparkles, it's not the glitter, it's not the gold, it's not the ones that are screaming at the top of the lungs all the time that there's this is going on or this is working for them or whatever the case may be. It's usually the underdogs. It's usually the ones that people cast out. It's usually the ones that people don't 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 put a lot of energy to. It's the ones that they see you and they may they may imitate you and they may it's always those ones that get tapped the most by God. And they're the ones that are the most shocked by it. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. So I'll be shocked every morning, every morning when I wake up and I live the life that I live. And it's so blessed and it's so simple. It's not a big fancy house, but the house is mine. It's not a super fancy car, but it's it's not a it's not a, a hoopty either. It's not zero dollars in my bank account. I'm not I'm not struggling. I'm blessed in so many different ways. And and I don't have to do anything but wake up and be myself. And that's literally what I keep trying to tell everybody. And I see so much shade that gets thrown to my light that I literally don't know how I got here. Because just a few years ago, I was homeless, sleeping in my car. A few years before that, I was homeless in high school. I was getting abused at home. I was committing suicide. I was trying to commit suicide. I was cutting myself. I was doing so many things to destroy who I was, to erase every evidence of my existence from this earth. And for some reason, God seen, has seen fit to allow me to have this moment in time and wake up to this life every day and be able to create content and speak to people's lives to let them know that it's not over, that there is another side and that if you keep pressing and you keep pushing, that everything that you have been praying and asking for will be given unto you. And yes, it's hard. Yes, it's nasty. Yes, it's gritty. Healing is nothing like we are shown on social media. It's not plants and flowers and incense and sunshines and putting your feet in the grass. It's painful and it gets messy and it gets real. And those demons like to fight back sometimes. And you got to know how to go to war and weaponize what God has given us, the power that is inherently inside of us and tapping into that. And like I said, this is a great reminder of that. And I can't wait to, to talk to you guys about it. So let's get into it. Starting at verse three, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, 
for they shall seek God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are, are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye which men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So when I read poor in spirit, sometimes I get, I gotta ask God for a little clarity. Just because when I hear poor, I think of something else, poor in spirit. And I'm like, what, what do you mean by that? So when I ask God, like when you say poor in spirit, what do you mean you want us to come by? How do, how are you poor in spirit? And I had to really sit and think about that and think and, and meditate on that. Like poor in spirit, blessed are the poor in spirit. What does that mean? That means poor to me, when I hear poor, it, it sounds like humility. That's what humility sounds like when I hear the word humility poor. But being humble in your spirit means being able to sit in the energy in which you know you possess without having to make it loud, without having to megaphone it out into the world, without having to exasperate uh, 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 more on what you're, you're, you're giving or who you are and, and, and cause yourself to be diminished in the end so poor in spirit is blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are the poor in spirit those who are not moved those who are not moved by earthly things those who are not bothered by earthly things those who don't allow them their spirits to to be so attached to the things that this world or or the people may try to offer or give or disguise or or allude us to and, and to the point where we're now attached to these, these causes, these things, these situations, these situationships, these idols, these, these tangible materialistic ideologies where we're, we're, we're so defined by them that we can be, we can be bought, paid for and sold. We can be bartered with. Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Why is the kingdom of heaven mine because I'm humble in my spirit because I allow myself to sit 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 and I mean because uh, some people just take a seat no I mean I allow myself to be seated I allow myself to sit in in the in the fullness of the energy that God has given me in the fullness of abundance in the fullness of faith in the fullness of peace in the fullness of understanding in the fullness of my identity that God has built inside of me because I'm able to do that everything in the kingdom of heaven is mine for the kingdom of heaven is there so everything in the kingdom of heaven of those of us who just allow ourselves to exist that means I don't got to flex it that means I don't got to boast about it that means I don't got to brag about it that means I don't got to I don't got to post about it I don't got to I don't got to make you feel bad to make my myself feel better. I don't have to because I'm not attached to these things. I'm not attached to the ways of this world. I'm not attached to the things that so many people and so many of us get lost in chasing and, and defining ourselves by. And because of this and because of those of us who exist in this energy, who tap into this energy, the kingdom of heaven is ours. So when people start talking to you, telling you that you, 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 you need to clap back or you need to match energy or you need to do these things or you need to, you need to, you need to, you need to move in a way that is acceptable into the world, but deemed, but deemed deadly to your spirit. Understand that you playing your part in staying seated in the power of God that is inside of you is 
the gateway that you needed in order to have what? The kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is everything and anything that is in and of this world. So you will be given all that you need and desire and 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 have and have 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 searched have searched your life for in order to get you to where God has you. When you just play your part, when you just know, when you just stay seated in the power that God gave you. Like I said, I don't have to flex it. I don't have to, I don't have to throw it in people's faces. I don't have to make you feel bad to make myself feel better. I don't have to shade you. And when people start shading you, just as it says down here in verse 12, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. Heaven is here. Heaven is on earth. Heaven is everything. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is all that God created. So what is all that God created? Everything that you're looking at around you, which he has given you dominion and power over. So when you look around and you see this is heaven, this is heaven. I don't want to hear about this is heaven. This I don't want to hear the separation of heaven and hell and all of that. I want you to think about from from God's perspective. What is heaven? Heaven is anything and everything that he created that he has not designated as hell. So if I stay seated in the power that God gave me, if I stay seated in, in, in my humility, if I pour in my spirit, I'm not I'm not trying to 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 attach myself to these causes or I'm not getting caught up in and needing the validation of man or I'm not allowing man to 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 dictate whether or not I go or do or say or speak. I'm going to inherit everything in the kingdom of heaven. All of the things I have dominion over all of the things will have dominion over. OK, blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. I talk about this often. I talk about the power of the power that God gave us back in the garden. And when we bit the apple, right, we bit the apple and it didn't just make us naked in our physical. It made us naked in our spiritual. And what I mean by that is that it put a barrier up between us and God emotionally. It put a barrier up between us and God empathically. So we were no longer able to, to, to feel God the way that we once felt it. We were no longer able to have that, that open relationship that we once had. So we now have to give God permission to hear our thoughts. We now have to give God permission to, to, to have our pain. We have to give God permission to carry our tears. We have to give God permission to, to, to wipe away our sorrows. Blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. And in, and in that relationship that we originally had in the garden, there was a vulnerability that we were able to possess. So when he said that blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted is when you're able to to be vulnerable with God, when you're able to be vulnerable with life, when you're able to be vulnerable with yourself, there is a semblance of peace that comes over afterwards. There is a semblance of understanding that comes over afterwards. There's a sending of hope that comes over afterwards. There's a semblance of, 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 of just acceptance that comes over afterwards. Why is this energy of comfort? Whether or not you're still in mourning, whether or not you're still in pain, whether or not it still hurts, it does not matter. All of those things do not matter. What matters is blessed are they that mourn. The fact that you were able to be vulnerable enough with yourself, with God, with the situation. And we often punish ourselves when we overshare or overexpose or overextend or overgive or when we we let somebody know that they hurt us we we feel like we were 
we were punks or, or we should have been quiet or we shouldn't have did this or we shouldn't have said that. We start feeling crazy about our own emotions, but blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. It's a lot of people out here trying to play strong. A lot of people out here making themselves out to be, be heroes in situations that they need to be saved in. And it's not to say don't go out here and start wearing your heart on your sleeve and exposing every single wound and lick that you had to lick on your body and in your journey, but it's to say there is a power that comes with vulnerability. There is a peace that comes with it. Being able to express yourself, being able to be okay with the fact that, you know what, that did hurt. You know what, you did betray me. You know what, I I, I can't forgive you right now. Whether or not we we perceive it as negative or positive is, is genuinely a personal perspective. But blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. Get comfortable with being vulnerable. Because when we got into that, when we was in the garden, we bit that apple, we closed the gates on our feelings to God. So we had to learn how to how to let God back in. That's what the journey is all about, learning how to let God back in and go back to the original plan. The original plan wasn't for us to be stupid. The original plan was for us to maneuver through life without the worries that we have so much of now, the doubt, the fear. Fear is not mine. Fear is not of God. God gave us a power of, of love and of a sound mind. So when God told us that fear is not of the Lord, but of power and of a sound mind, he really meant that. So when we start feeling these emotions, it's because of that barricade that that bite and that apple gave each and every last one of us. So blessed are the, those that mourn. Blessed are you when you're when you're OK with the fact that you got a heart. You're OK with the fact that that heart still pumps. That person took advantage of that heart. That person broke your heart. That person lied. That person did all of the wrong things that you're supposed to do when somebody gives you access to your heart. Does that mean you shut your heart down? Does that mean that you start looking at your heart like it's crazy? Does that mean that you you make yourself feel less than because somebody else maneuvered with you in a way that you wouldn't have maneuvered with them or with yourself? No, you take it as a learning lesson. And you allow yourself to grow from it. And you allow yourself to mourn from it. Why? Because mourning comes growth. If you're not mourning, you can't grow. You may be able to draw a couple inferences, but the full capacity of the impact of the lesson that it's supposed to have can't happen until you allow that energy to dissipate out of you and be transmuted into something different, something better. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, meek meaning I'm not out here again, meek and poor and humble. They all go in the same family to me, meaning I don't have to be loud. I don't have to be boastful. I don't have to be, I don't have to, 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 to speak on what I can and cannot do. I don't have to speak for my gifts. My gifts speak for themselves. I don't have to do all. I don't have to flex. I don't have to be vain. I don't have to be vain in order to be blessed. And when I allow myself to exist in the power that I just inherently have, I'm just that girl. You don't have to agree with me whether or not I'm that girl. I know that I'm that girl. Why do I know that I'm that girl? Do you know what God has got me through? You don't because I live that life. So because I live that life, I know intimately what makes me that girl. And what makes me that girl is because I don't have to flex it. I don't have to make you feel bad about it. I'm just living my best life. I'm just living my purpose life. I'm just living, you just living your pretty girl life. You just living that girl lifestyle. You just living that boy lifestyle. Next you know somebody getting their mad. Somebody in their feelings. Oh my God, she's posting again. Oh my God, he's talking again. Oh my God, she done went live. Oh my God, he done dropped another this. Oh my God, he's still doing business. Oh my God. Just living. Just living, not flexing, not doing too much, just existing. And why am I, why am I happy? Why am I existing? Why am I blessed? 
Why am I blessed when we're meek in the spirit? Why are we blessed when we're meek in the spirit? Why am I so happy when I'm meek in the spirit? Because I inherited the kingdom of earth. I inherited the kingdom of earth because I'm sitting right there next to meekness. And meekness is sitting right there next to poor spirit and humility. We out here in the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of earth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's God breaks it down. And he gives us rules. And he gives us steps. And he gives us insight. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. People who know me from my past make a little comments, make a little energetic marks and da 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 about who I once was, not understanding that this chase after God, this chase after what I'm doing every single week, what I'm posting, this podcast, everything, it didn't just start yesterday. <laughs> this is a lifelong journey. I mean, I can think back to being seven, eight years old. I can think back to my first Bible. I can think back to the conversations that I had with God. I can think back to, to being 12 and being laid out for God. I can think back to being 13 and being chasing after God and crying after God and on a pulpit and, and fasting and praying. I have been on this journey of, of just trying to unpack what the things that has happened to me, of just trying to make sense of it, of trying to, to find purpose in it, of, of trying not to allow it to, to, to make me bitter, make me angry, harden my heart. This has been a life long thing blessed are they who which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled so people sitting here trying to figure out how you talking about the bible how you talking about spirituality how you talking about healing how you talking about these things and this is your journey if you're somebody who's in this in this in this industry you understand you in this lane you understand what i'm saying now how you doing i was filled i was filled because i chased after it ask ask seek not Asking you shall have it, seeking you shall find 